Breaking Bad to Calling Saul. Agents led by Son of Call. Oh, Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies. Supergirl just flew on by. We're chillin', watching Netflix, how much time's gone by. We're talking TV. From suits to supernatural. Talking TV. Blacklist and the Rebels. Sherlock's Big Bang went off black. True Detective bombed its second crack. The Walking Dead. Arrow and the Flash. Stephen Amell put up a photo saying, This is the crossover we really want. And it was a picture of him, Supergirl. I'm pretty sure it was Barry. It was Sarah Lance and uh, Sam from Supernatural. Because he's like best mates with Sam from Supernatural. All right. Well, that is cool, but I think you'd, you'd have to have Dean as well. Well, sure, you'd have you to have Dean. Because Dean's, Dean. yeah. Yeah. Sam's long haired t- yeah, he's Jerry yeah. Padalecki, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But it was just like I'm watching I just wanted to sc- I might have even screen grabbed it. I just wanted to send it to you two going. That would be the <laughs> Oh, that would be awesome. And I guess you'd have With to Linda put Carter. Constantine in there a little bit. Oh well. yes. Yeah, that'd be cool. Another week, another massive lineup of DC for us. DC yep. TV! Yeah. <laughs> Mitch, are you going to put up all the uh, time codes for all the spoilers? We certainly will. Um, we'll be putting that up. Uh, so if you're once again, if you're not watching all the shows, if you're not caught up on them all, uh, we do run through them as they air in Australia. So Supergirl, Flash, Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow. And I'll be putting the time codes up in the little description box, depending on how you're listening to us. And you can skip ahead and reverse back and whatever. Excellent. Listen to us all in your own time. Yeah. Uh, they'll be pretty close together today because we don't have a lot of time. Okay. So we're going to be snappy. <laughs> I feel like when you say we don't have a lot of time, that's you and you press the buttons. So we are at your mercy. Yeah. But I'm means. looking at you. Yeah, because I talk. I jibber. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> we're waiting on you now, Ben. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Supergirl. You do like that theme song, don't you? Mitch? I do. I really do like it. Uh, there wasn't a start of the episode where it was like her, you know, saving cats out of trees and <laughs> you, stuff like you, that. Even your posture cleaned up a little bit. It was like fantastic. All right. So what happened? Refresh me. It started off with old mate from well, seemingly from Krypton, and another alien, you know, in in the in the pod. Oh, that's right. The neck grab. Yeah, picked up from last week. And all I've got to say is that that guy adapted to his powers pretty damn quick. He was onto it. You know, he something did. that seemingly took Supergirl and Superman years to master. He already knew how to go. I mean, he didn't know what he was doing, but he was running fast. He was super speed. Yeah. And, and he did know it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. That was one thing I did like. At least they did show that yeah. for a second there, he was like, oh, shit, what's yeah. happening here? Um, so at least there was that. Yep. Yeah, but it's fluffy. It's a TV show. It we can let fluffy. we can let those details go. Exactly. I, you know, I didn't even think about that last week when he did reach out and grab Caro by the neck. I didn't even think, well, hang on. Does he immediately have strength, even though he hasn't been conscious while he's been on this planet, but yeah. still under yellow sun, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So how crap at the DEO that there's a bar going on? <laughs> they don't even know. The, the, the men in black and bar. bar. Oh, it's just, yeah. But we can let that go. It's lucky. <laughs> One thing, don't let go out of it. Was there a Vulcan in that bar? Or no. That, well, go back and have a look. It might. It wasn't so much a Vulcan as much it was. Oh, the pointy ears. A guy with pointy yes. ears. An alien. Yeah. Oh, I, you know. yeah. I mean, I know it wasn't Vulcan, but it was kind of like then elf. Well, sure. I'm just, I, you yeah, know. I thought elf. It was, was just Vulcan. a little bit of a, like a nod to other fans, going, "Hey, yeah. what about yeah, this?" Yeah, and know? speaking of nod to other fans, or maybe stealing things. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> the, the bloody Alex with her psychic paper. Oh, yeah. Stolen from Doctor Who. Yeah. Do you remember but- where she she flat? Fl- 
flicked her badge and it changed from DEO oh, yes, to yes, 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 whatever. Yes. So she how does that work? Does she think about it and it happens? Is that what you're saying? Or does she yeah. say a, uh, say something and then it registers what she's saying? And well, then you... psychic paper in Doctor Who is um, basically what you want it to say right. is what it says or what the other per- what you think the other person might see is yeah. what they see because I'm not sure anything's psychic if they know, don't know there's an underground bar going on right over <laughs> <up> their nose <laughs> <That's true. laughs> on the DEO though does is that an official like that's not an official organization is it like no one knows that exists why would she have a badge that says she works for the DEO anyway um, like seemingly only like the president and a few people would even know that that thing that, exists. That other girl, the girl knew though. The the, the cop, yeah, she, she did. Knew. She already knew. Yeah. So maybe it's the a new lesbian secret. character. Indeed. Was well, there an old one? Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> no I'm just thinking, who's the old one? <laughs> no, because we were talking um, a couple of weeks ago about Legends with Sarah, and mm. you know, and oh, now it's yeah, like yeah. the CW have introduced another one. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Terry, let's just open today up for Linda Carter appreciation for you. <laughs> this is what you've been waiting on you've been for waiting, months yes. since she read she was coming into the show. I'm so excited. Right at the very end. Well, not right, but just before the very, very end. The Wonder Woman reference. You said... Did you pick up the Wonder Woman? You yes. texted me. I think was it still on when you were texting? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so you actually missed what happened just after that. No, I saw what happened just after that, but I didn't. I actually didn't hear what she said before she made that reference. So obviously now, something was said about a plane or a jet, hmm, and Air then Force One or something. Yeah, yeah I didn't said, even hear that bit. Was it like was the reference? You should see my other jet. Yes. So not being a Wonder <laughs> sorry, Woman I'm fan. So <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yes! Uh, you are excited. <laughs> um, not being a Wonder Woman fan, uh, what's the jet reference? Does Wonder Woman have she a jet? She has an invisible jet. Does she? Why? Yes. Can't she fly? No. Oh. What does Wonder Woman? Oh, although power? in the cartoons she does, but she... she what does um, she mean with a jet? So Linda Carter's character in the TV show, TV series back in the 70s, she could jump really high, but she had an invisible jet. Right. Um, and I believe she has other invisible Things. vehicles as well. But, yeah, the main thing for the, the series back in the 70s was her invisible jet. Although okay, so her seat wasn't invisible. Which was I like cool. a few, you know, nods to fans from other things. I mean, that's very cool and clearly you appreciated it, Terry. <laughs> yes. But uh, in, the, in, in the show, I, I'm thinking, well, hang on a minute. So if that is a reference to Wonder Woman, wouldn't everybody there be going, hang on, the President of the United States... But she's got another jet. You'd stop her and say, "What jet? What are you talking about? Yeah. You have another jet? What jet?" Yeah, it wasn't something she said to herself as she walked away or something. No, where she you said could it to you everybody. could hide that. You know, that's a nod to the fans. Like that's actual dialogue that she's saying to exactly. people. Exactly. Everyone just went. Ah. Yeah, she's not Deadpool. <laughs> she's not breaking the fourth wall. That's legitimate. Yeah. Dialogue but between two people. So she's done that before, though. So um, Sky High. If anyone's seen yeah, that, I've seen Sky okay. High, yeah. So at the end Very of Sky cool. High, um, kids are in detention, and as she's leaving, she says, "I'm not Wonder Woman," you know. So obviously, it's like an Arnie thing, where in all of Arnie's movies, there's a little nod to, um, you know, Terminator the old, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe she's just that's what she does now, and all yeah. of her. You want me to come is, along? Well, I'm I'm always Wonder Woman. Now, <laughs> we are skipping a bit to the end. What? What is she? What what's what do we think she is? Who do we think she is? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, 
it was it was good to have her in because she is a, a DC you know legend um, of of an actress and certainly for the Careful, character. She's not a legend. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> not in the, don't confuse me. I'm not, so easily confused. Not in the context of this particular show. What do you mean, Wonder Woman's a legend? <laughs> well, you, you never know. But um, yeah, to to do that, that's that's saying she's coming back and she'll be playing something of a role. I mean. It's not to say that in four or five episodes that they reveal her to be whatever alien character or metahuman or like something. Like Jeffrey Mace. Yeah, and then... Sort of and good or bad. Because is this this classic thing you were talking about last week, Mitch, I think, where you say that the audience is... We're made to think they're yeah. bad, but maybe they're good. Classic red herring, and I'll be talking about another one, I think, in, in our Arrow chat. But in the context of this particular episode, the way that she walks away, and that's breaking the fourth wall almost. That's a reference just to the audience where she reveals herself, her eyes glow or whatever the hell she was doing. Yeah. That wasn't in front of anyone. Presumably, she didn't need to sit, do that to you know breathe or anything. That mm. was just for the audience to, hey, revealing to you, I'm actually an alien or something not a human. Um, so she's got to be coming back, uh, and I guess Linda Carter will be playing her. I mean, she's the president. But then does she reveal herself to be, you know, alien or metahuman, as I said just before, and then she shows her true form and suddenly it's played by a different actor because you don't get Wonder Woman or you don't get Linda Carter to come back and be a regular because... And I, I, I felt really bad at the end of the episode and maybe it's just because I'm watching it on my laptop and on a big screen taking it all in, at least I think. I can't remember now. And I'm like, not the strongest of performances, I'm going to say, uh, from 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 Miss Carter oh. in this particular episode. Oh but, no! But I don't think that like the dialogue wasn't great. Stand either. down, like, Terry. <laughs> the dialogue they gave her wasn't great either. So there's only so much even the greatest actor can do with the poorest dialogue, and it's not even the fluffy stuff. I don't mind the fluffy stuff. I love that about this show because that's what the show is. But just really pointless sort of dialogue, and they gave it to was it Red Hot? Is that what they named the villain of the week this week? The chick who could just warm things up with her hand. You don't even remember. Like, who gives yeah. a shit? It was a throwaway villain for a nothing story to sort of... Oh, the fire. Well, she was the one that threw all the fireballs. All the flames, yeah, killing the... Yeah. Yeah, and essentially, like, hurting the president because she's like, well, you're full of shit. You don't care about aliens, and then, well, that's exactly what she was doing. Oh, but you're doing that because you don't like it. Whatever. Like, it meant nothing. That character, throwaway, we'll never see her again. But I just felt like they didn't give her a lot to do. It was like, give her the barest, poorest dialogue we can because it's Linda Carter, it's Wonder Woman. That's all anyone's going to focus on anyway. Basically. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm so glad to have her in. It's like having, uh, you know, Dean Kane come along, former Superman, play Supergirl's adoptive father. Yeah. But I oh, think and even Supergirl in the, playing... And Supergirl playing her mother. Yeah. And I think, though, even in the in the limited screen time that those two actors have had on the show, they've been given a little bit more meat. And by no means have they been given meaty dialogue to chew through but it's far better and far bigger than I think what Linda Carter was gifted in this episode which sucks because it's Linda Carter in another DC show for the first time in 30, 40 years so why not give her something a little bit better to work with so we're definitely going to see her again um, I and wait. I hope that it is going to be her in an ongoing thing and that might be the mid-season finale that her reveal because there was also another alien character uh, revealed at the end um, they haven't mentioned it yet but she does say she is a Martian and I believe Miss Martian is her is her name. Um, so all of a sudden, John Jones, he's not the only uh, Martian, you know, still around. So something going on between those two, which I is kind of fun. I hope that they don't hook up because it's... Why? Just because she's the only other Martian. She'd be more like Martian. a daughter 
wouldn't she though? Yeah, I, I think there'll be more like a partnership or a. Is um, there a giant age gap there? Is there? I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just guessing. Visually, that, yeah. I mean, visually it was, but yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. Um, he was the only one left. He thought, right? Yeah, that's yeah. as far as yeah. he's concerned. He was the only one that survived. Mm. Yeah, one <laughs> like the doctor. So, the doctor. Sorry. What doctor? <laughs> She's doing it again. I'm doing it again. She's doing it again. You know, the doctor, he's the last Gallifreyan. He's the last of his kind. Sorry. What? Doctor Who, man. Doctor. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. I'm confused. Um, yeah, I've, I've actually got a couple of questions. All right. Um, the Dolly Parton songs, and was there some form of significance that I've missed, or was it just, you know, in the, the underground um, alien bar. bar, there was like the code word was um, Dollywood. Think, oh, yeah. um, and then all the songs that yeah. were playing was all. Dolly I, never, I actually never picked up on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no. But you're right. It, it could be something down the line that you know. Uh, but I, I, I honestly didn't even didn't even didn't notice that. I thought maybe there was some significance that I was missing. There possibly is, but I, I didn't even pick up on it. What's Wait. your second question? Um, <laughs> Alex, right. is she like completely and utterly impervious to? Pain and injury. She got smashed with that fireball. I know. So the, luckily, got put out in the fountain. But the Secret Service guys, they they disintegrated straight away. Yep, yep. But she just gets blown into a pool of water. And That's even fluffy. the week before, <laughs> she was dressed in her big suit thing, and the other alien was beating the crap out of her. Again, nothing. Yeah. She's like... I punch her in the face. It's yeah, unprotected. But it's like, oh, but you got like a mech exoskeleton on. You're fine. Yeah. yeah. I sort of... The fact that she doesn't seem to get injured at all, I think, is is starting to annoy me. Mm. Yeah. There are, they just skip over details like that. Yeah. Um, when the guy... I, I actually laughed out loud, which isn't a good thing. So... And don't get me wrong. I enjoy the show, but... <laughs> The guy escapes right at the start of the episode. He runs out and jumps out the window and then takes off. And they're all watching. And, and Alex at the time says, rather than shooting him, just goes, freeze. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's running away. Oh, I'll run after him. <laughs> this oh, superhuman isn't threatened by my weapons. His huge gun. And anyway, they, they see <laughs> he jumps off and takes off into the distance. They're all there watching. I think Supergirl was there as well, just watching out the window going... Damn it, he gets away. And then they turn turn around and start walking back through the office and everyone's typing up emails, drinking coffee, standing by the water machine. So, what are you doing tomorrow night? Yeah. yeah. And they have this meaningless... Com- I, I forget what the conversation was about, but it was about something completely different. Like, oh, what are you wearing to the ball tomorrow night? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm listening to them going... Did you not just see what just happened? He destroyed your office, jumped through the window and's taken off, and you guys are talking about biscuits? Yeah, and your <laughs> assumption to this point is that he's another Kryptonian. Now, aside from Superman and Supergirl, your experience with Kryptonians has been near genocidal to the planet. Yep. Yeah. Okay? So, yeah, it's like, oh, well, he's fine because plot. We yeah. know he's not going to be bad in 42 minutes because we're going to reveal that he's from a neighbouring planet and, yeah. and he's okay. So, Mon-El in the end, so she's... Is she Kara L? You know, whatever, you know, and then Jor L and Carl L, and he's Mon L from another planet. So, yeah, I don't know what happens to him because it's like the Superman thing. If you keep another superhero power or super powered person to, to the same level around, then it's not really her show, you know. I mean, in The Flash, you're not going to keep Wally West if he develops powers and Jesse Quick around because then it's not The Flash's show anymore. It's just Speedsters and yeah. Co. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's, 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 
just fallen down a little bit, I think, with it without Superman. That first episode for me still still the pinnacle of the it season so far. It's only three episodes in. Let's face it; it's not it's not the end of the world. A positive thing I'd like to say is um, they did address what what we had an issue with is Cat giving Jimmy the job. Mm. We saw some de- development of him as a as his new role, which I thought was good in the way that he handled that. He got he got shot down and then he took command. I thought that was good and it yep. it, um, it allowed us to see perhaps what Cat was on about by letting him have because it made no sense the week before. <laughs> <laughs> this photographer. And something I'm sure you uh, that they improved on last week that you might appreciate Terry was when she went and met her new boss, uh, Snapper Carr, who really showed what kind of a dick he was in this episode. And he told her what's what, and that she's not good enough. She, uh, uh, but uh, uh, bumbling, mm. uh, I don't know what to say. It's like, oh, why do it's they like give a it again? That poor dialogue. It was just awful. Yeah. She had nothing to do with it. This time, they say, you're going to meet the president. And she was equally as sort of bumbling yes. and nervous, but handled so much better. It was just like, oh. I'm not. Oh my god! It's the president. Oh my god! And she was. It was like very, you know, feminism sort of thing, like this female superhero. But she's all powerful, could conquer the world in an hour if she really wanted to. But just so amazed that she's going to meet this human woman who has yeah. also conquered the planet politically. So they said this this season's conquered actually going to. Well, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I didn't. I, that it's was a big the wrong nod word. to Hillary Clinton, right? <laughs> yeah. now. You know what the problem was? I've just had a sip of sarsaparilla, and I was about to like. I had needed to swallow, and I'm like thinking of a word. And that was the first thing that I could get out. It was conquered, a, conquered, well, ruled the world. Well, she maybe she. What happens maybe if you she, drink sarsaparilla? Maybe mate. she is because she's an alien. So I don't know. But they reckon this season's going to get a little bit more um, political. Anyway, out of the four DC TV shows, it'll be the most political. I don't know what that means yet. Let's move on to the number two show of the week, Flash. Yeah. You're just into the theme songs today, aren't you? One word to start this off. Snot! Oh, yeah. that, I was so happy to see him back. And you know what I, I appreciated about it was that they didn't reveal in the previously on The Flash anything about him. So I didn't anticipate that he was going to be in this episode. Because yeah. you know, usually they set up, they go, oh, previously on, it's like this part of Barry and Iris' relationship... Wally West and Jesse Quick or something. I read they, his name. Uh, <laughs> it, but had his name even come up um, at that point? I don't know. It was oh, the first scene. Yeah, was it was it? it was pre-credit, so it probably okay. shouldn't have. But either way, like I just thought, based off the previously on, I, I kind of knew where the episode was going to go with different characters and different plot points. So yeah. I was really happy that all of a sudden he just shows up and goes, well, well, well. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, I've missed you. God, yeah. I mean, he might not be around for another half season or if at all this season. I thought I'd get him back show. on Legends. They will get him back at some point, but it's it might not be so straight away. Good. At least he's still there. He's so good. I've definitely missed it. I actually had hoped that, even though it was three years ago, because Barry did change the timeline, I had actually hoped that he'd changed Snart's That occurred to me as well. Too. I yeah. thought, oh, here's another thing that he's messed up. Yeah, but that would ruin Legends as well. Wow. Or would it? Because they were outside the... Maybe yeah. he could have, but there could be two of him. <laughs> Don't even go there. You know what? The, the flash, Whiteboard? Yeah. The Flash time travel and the Legends time travel. Imagine it, the Flash impacting the time travel rules on Legends. Just it, This whole friggin' franchise universe is going to implode in on itself shortly. Miramaster, you did just say that thing three years earlier. Yeah. At least they addressed... Well, they didn't even really address it, but... They showed that he hasn't been around for three years. That was the thing that was getting a bit a bit old, a bit tired. You know, at the start of season two was, well, there's been all these metahumans 
They've been around a year now. They've been around two years since the uh, explosion of the um, particle accelerator. But only now have they decided to be bad and start robbing and killing people or whatever. At least this guy was stuck in a mirror. Although I don't know why, as soon as you put the mirror upright, mm. that allowed him and to out escape. Of everything that was broken in that place, the mirror was the only thing that was uh, yeah untouched by th- yeah. in three years. Like well, no, he needed to see another mirror. He had to jump between mirrored surfaces. That's how he got got around. So if the mirror is covered over with something, which I think it was because it was in an abandoned thing, he couldn't have escaped from that mirror because there was no other reflective surface. But he can still get out of a mirror. He just can't sort of teleport, can he? Like if he was in a mirror, he could sort of presumably create a wormhole between reflective surfaces, which is a really cool sort of power. And that, that scene, that action scene where the Flash is chasing him up and down buildings was cool because the Flash was gaining on him and then he jumped out of the glass across a street and then into another glass like he I don't know it was a, it was cool under explained but I guess it's really it's a, it's a maddening sort of thought it's a very sort of high concept sort of idea I guess but at least it's like hey this guy just hasn't been around teleporting through mirrors and trying to take over the world or whatever for three years but we just haven't seen him because we don't need him until now so again they're going back to villain of the week for this week still addressing alchemy though yeah, but what's he doing? We didn't see the uh, Barry's assistant this week. Oh, not assistant. Yeah, um, Malfoy. boss. Boss. Almost, well, yeah. 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 AKA Alchemy. <laughs> oh, I'm sticking with you it. You still? Yeah. yeah okay. I'll stick with it. It's an early, early tip. The thing I'm not convinced of yet, um, and I, I honestly don't know how they're going to do it. The Barry and Iris thing. Like, I reckon I spent two seasons, first two seasons, thinking, oh, this can actually work. This is the great will they or won't they of this show. But now that they're together, and I know we're only like four episodes in, three really since they've been, you know, giving it a crack, it's still just so goddamn awkward. And I know that it's supposed to be, but even as a fan, I just, I don't know, I can't, I can't I love watch the it. fact how they're playing up how awkward it is because it's like, well, you're my son and she's my daughter, so... Yeah. I don't want to think about it. Yeah. Joe was great. Yeah, he when was When Joe good. first walked in and he saw them kissing and she's like, And you know, I mean, one thing, the Flash. We saw last week, he goes and watches a drop of water fall out of a tap. We can see how fast that guy can move. Mm. Yeah, but his concentration was out the window. It, exactly. He's, he's he's thinking with his pants there for a second. So he you know, he managed to go to the, beer, uh, to the fridge, replace his wine with a beer, and it was all normal, but he managed not when he's moving at the speed of light not to create enough of a breeze to blow out a candle in a lounge room okay <laughs> I'll let that go whatever but yeah you're right there was that moment where they're sitting there and having a drink and then Barry's like he's oh you look beautiful or something and you know she's like you're so handsome and I'm like he was your brother I'm- a month ago <laughs> yeah I, I think that if they if you hadn't brought it up and now they're not making something of it I think I would have been fine with it mm. But now I just can't not think about it Like every time they're together. That's my thing. It's not going to last. It can't last because that's the person he's going to end up with eventually, season seven, season eight, or whatever. It won't last now. How is it going to end? We don't know. But right now I'm just like, I, I, I honestly don't see how this can work unless you guys, something really awful happens between you two and she moves away and you don't see each other for a long time and then you come back as friends, as adults, not these kids who grew up as kind of brother and sister because it was just yeah, like awkward within the show, but even awkward to watch. But why wasn't it awkward for you for the first two seasons? 
because they He's weren't together. It. Like he liked her, but that's the thing. I, I nothing don't, was happening. I don't understand why. Because I'm looking. I'm like, oh yeah, because he he had a crush on her kind of when he was little. Yeah. And then he's grown up sort of still feeling that. She's thinking of him as this, you know, um, substitute brother. But now they're having a crack and I'm like, oh, finally, yeah, okay, I can see this happening. And then it does happen. I'm like, oh, nah. <laughs> and I guess that's what that, that he, he spent this, you know, two, three years trying to make it happen since he was a Flash Barry. And now that it is happening, it's like, I don't know how this is going to work now. now I don't know. Speaking of awkwardness, and I could be completely wrong, and we talked just before about John Jones and the, the Martian chick. Mm-hmm. Um, well, which, if you're listening to this and wanted to not be spoiled on Supergirl, I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. Hopefully you tuned out when you said before John Jones. We'll yeah, be okay. Yeah. Um, you spoke about the age difference or alluded to it. Oh, what's his name? Detective um, West. Um, Joe. 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 There's a female officer. Yes. Is she a hell of a lot younger than him? And did she ask him out for drinks or mm. something? Or is I that different? I didn't think there was that much of an age gap between them. Right, because she looks very young. And he, well, he, like, she looks sort of Barry's age and Iris's age. Yeah. I didn't see that. And Maybe Joe's, I'm wrong. Joe's got to be punching 50, you know. Maybe that's a hell of a compliment to her. Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe it is. Um, I, I just been, oh, really? She's, I thought, no, okay, fair yeah. enough. <laughs> I have no memory of her. Until the previously on The Flash, I'm like, oh, who's this chick? I thought she was another thing that Barry changed. Almost, she yeah. She just turned up. And like last week, you know, on that whole Arrow situation last week, which previously on The Flash and Arrow, by the way, this character you only know from Arrow now has a son, not a daughter. This would have almost been like, hey, you're a Flash watcher? Uh, this is previously on a timeline that you've never seen before. Just yeah. go along with it, will you? Yeah, she's here now. Yeah. So she's Cecile, kind of her name's, I actually wrote that down so I didn't forget. I actually wrote Cecile, new love interest, or new baddie. Ooh. She's alchemy. <laughs> Everyone is alchemy. No, 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 no. I, you guys just wait and see. One thing that's kind of bugging me a little bit, and I don't know why, I know we like, um, what's Harrison Wells' actor's name? What's his? What's his? Tom Cavanagh. Uh, yeah. Right. We like him. Yes. Yep. He's great. Yes. Yep. Season one, we were like, okay, so he's bad. They're going to get rid of him. How do we bring him back? I know. Let's do Earth 2. Yep. Awesome. He's a bit of a dick, but he's kind of, at least he's not evil. Yep. Okay, cool. We'll leave with that. Why do we need to go on a Harrison search? Oh, oh. that was the most stupidest scene I think I've ever seen. And not only stupid, <laughs> how quickly they would just accept, they're like, you need a Harrison Wells? Let's go find one. It's like, yeah. let's just stick our I'm head what? into go, alternate dimensions. Let's go fishing. My God. My God. Stop being so okay with how extreme everything you're doing is. Yeah, and yeah. that what this guy or any of them, in fact, have nothing better to do. Yeah, and they all just happen to be really ridiculous characters. Like, <laughs> yeah. why? I just I don't, hello, I, I s'il vous plaît. I am a man. I am sh- from France. I just like, hated that. I just thought it was. So I hate stupid. mimes. Next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hang on, he could be awesome, and I don't even think he's a mime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just his get up all the time, you know. Like, oh. but you're right. And even to get, like, to send that message out, it's just like I don't even remember the the, the mumbo jumbo science stuff. But they're explaining it to someone who didn't create it. Wells and Cisco have put it together. And I'll, my note here is: Wells and Cisco can build anything, hey? 
because they're like, this is a blah, 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 blah. This will allow us to oh, transmit. Oh, 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 I can build that. I can build that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, can you, dude? He's like, even the thing to get Barry out of the mirror later on, he's like, we built this in the last half hour. Just let us let it work. You know, and I'm like, yeah, you literally are creating world or universe altering devices when you need them that the line kind of saved it a little bit yeah that's true well for that device I loved the Twin Peaks reference oh what was that when Barry was in the mirror so because he was in the mirror everything he said was backwards mm. and um, I think it might have been Cisco mm-hmm. that mentioned the yeah the Twin Peaks because in the dream sequences in Twin Peaks if you've ever seen it um, the little Guy speaks backwards. Yeah, right. Because in dreams, apparently, it's, yeah, backwards. That was really cool. I liked that. that like, it didn't cool. add anything to the story. It just it gave them another 20 seconds worth of page to fill Coolness. in the script. But it was very <laughs> cool. It's like, why not? You know? Yeah. yeah. What happened if the mirror broke? Because mm. I was thinking it's glass. They just they're, smash it? They're, they're, they're cooling it down. I'm thinking, does that mean he breaks? Is that the end of him? And presumably, did he freeze when the mirror freezed? You know, like, or froze, sorry. You know, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Hey, well, it's a TV it's, show. Do you remember um, one of the Superman movies with the three bad guys ended up in those glass mirror things yeah, yeah. out in space? Phantom Zone, yeah. And didn't when they broke, the bad guys escaped. Yeah. So uh, I kind of thought maybe it was... I almost took those things, and I don't know that this is accurate at all, but it's almost like those sheep. They're they're almost the window into the Phantom Zone. So it's like that's that's the window of the door of their jail cell in a way. So if that breaks and they escape. Right. Um, But, yeah, whether or not that's sort of what this was, I don't know. Um, I like the Vertigo chick. Her her power was kind of cool. Like her yeah. name was ridiculous. Top. Oh, that was good. that was a fun bit of the of the show though. When uh, when they go mirror um um um, and then Harrison's Harrison. like mirror master, boom, yeah. you know. <laughs> and then when they're like, oh, she creates Vertigo, you know, inducing blah blah blah, and they're like, um um um, I'm trying to think of it. He goes, top 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 top's good. Yeah, you want to go? You want to <laughs> go? Like. Really cool dynamic between those two. And that further goes to prove what you said, Ben. Why do we need another one? I know that... Because he wants to go home. He will have to go home. Yeah. Jesse has to go home. But As you said, we can't have two speedsters in the <sighs> same show. In the same universe. Can't she go back and he stay? Or, you know, yeah. she go to another city on Earth or something? And there was almost... Remember last week I mentioned the, the potential love interest between Jesse and... Oh, yeah. And that happened. And it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I missed Terry that. Terry called comp- that. Terry called it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see anything. By the end, they were they were together, right? He kissed uh, her. Yeah, he was okay with it because she kissed I'm like, him. Dude, what are you doing? I know. He's like, whoa. I mean, are you sure? And I'm like, are you serious? Roll with that, man. <laughs> yeah, she's leaving. <laughs> oh, like sure that your your defense should be your attack. Really? Like, yeah. She's leaving. She's a superhero. You got nothing she's to lose. Hurt. She's into you. Go for it, you yeah. peanut. Now speaking of superheroes, poor Can, Caitlin. Yeah. She's uh, she's freaking out. Mm. Mm. Is she going to become bad just because she's worried she's going to become bad? You know, is she going to do something bad and then sort of go into exile in a way and sort of, you know, craze herself out to become a little bit evil? I don't know. Or is she going to be a good killer for us? Certainly she thinks she's bad because, mm. and otherwise she'd be just telling them, going, hey guys, I can do this too. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the club. <laughs> But she's chopping off her blonde hair. Yeah, I mean, how long okay, is that going to last? Wait a minute, though. She chops it off, like, not even at the the at her scalp. Yeah. It's like a couple of inches out. She could do a comb oh, over. Gonna... Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I just think that that's only going to last a little while until mm. you're bald, and then what are you going to say? <laughs> oh, I just thought I'd go for that look. Yeah. No, that's not going to work. No, it's time yeah. to start telling the truth, woman. Absolutely. The truth will set you free. <laughs> As we've discovered so many times the running theme in Arrow. Arrow. I didn't write much down for Arrow. You want to know the first thing I wrote down? What did you write Mr. down? Mr. Terrific sucks as a hero. Time <gasps> to I... call it a day, okay. mate. You suck. I wrote, I'm the new glad team that... is so shit. But I'm <laughs> glad they're <laughs> shit. You know what? <laughs> I'm actually glad that Mr. Terrific is terrible, and I'm glad the rest of them are terrible as well, because it makes it more believable. Yeah. Yeah, they should be getting their ass handed to them in the first few fights. But, okay, so what I thought about... After the show had finished, after I'd written all my notes, I was like, hang on a minute. In the episodes where there's, like you say, Mitch, the villain of the week, the villains of the week have actually been stronger and better than these new heroes. Mm. Which, again, I think is believable. Do you think so? I don't mind. Even that Cupid person, like, she was complete crap in the beginning. All of a sudden, she magically knew how to shoot arrows and all of this stuff. And yet the new girl still misfires and things like that. I just, I don't know. I just yeah. thought it was weird that... I don't mind Wild Dog getting his ass kicked because he looks like he's having a crack. Like, even though if he's a bit of a street brawler and it's 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 a bit messy, he kind of knows kind of what Mr. Terrific doesn't. Like, Mr. Terrific's getting beaten. He's like, oh, I didn't know, know I'd have to punch people if I'm fighting street thugs and getting shot at. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I thought I was just here to get my ass kicked. Like, come on. He sucks. He's, he's bringing nothing. He he's bringing nothing yet. Can he be redeemed? Just be the IT guy. Oh, maybe, but... And they kind of started to redeem... You know what? At the end, they tried to redeem themselves by stopping Arrow from going to, you know, the jail. <laughs> and he kicked their ass with one punch each. <laughs> each of them put put down. He didn't break a sweat. And, and again, that was awesome. Oh, that was awesome. It was believable. That was, yeah. Again, that's how Arrow should be with all of them. He, he Race Al Ghul, he took like all these people down hmm. and then... This church guy can have shots on Arrow? No. Arrow should just be... He should be drinking a beer fighting these people. <laughs> he almost didn't even have to get off the bike when he beat his three teammates. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, and so far, he is the Batman of this entire universe. So he should be the best fighter going around. And it's getting back to season one Arrow because, you know, there's a lot more violence. So he's, he's a little bit more... Got a bit more oomph to his punches with people. So, absolutely. Yeah, bring it on. I just think that they're not bringing anything to the, to no. the show. Well, not at Terrific all. isn't as a superhero. So, Terrific is Curtis, right? The IT yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mitch, you're excited last week about the um, Arrow prison break yeah. theme to this. Yeah. Did it live up to what you were expecting? You know what I was kind of expecting was there was a really cool... I forget the... It might have been David S. Goya who uh, co-wrote uh, the... Dark Knight trilogy uh, and the Blade films and things. So he's, he's got a lot of super... And, and even Man of Steel. Superhero pedigree with a lot of films and things. He wrote a Green Lantern... Uh, sorry. He wrote a Green Arrow movie called Supermax. And it was about Green Arrow in prison surrounded by the supervillains of the DC Universe. Whether it was the Joker, whether it was Lex Luthor, all these different bad guys. And I, don't, I, I forget what he was there to get or whether he was you know wrongfully you know in... It, Imprisoned or something, but it was about him escaping this this super max, this super prison, this maximum security prison, uh, full of villains. And I thought this is what this is kind of going to be. He's going to go into this military prison, which is going to you know uh, su- uh, 
service as this maximum security thing because it's going to be quite highly guarded and all that sort of stuff and he's going to have to break out I was wanting an episode solely set in the prison Right, so he, at the end out. of this episode, he was just still in there and stuck in there. Maybe not stuck by the end, but honestly, it started with him, maybe even pre-credits, he's arriving at the jail, and it's just him in the jail. Flashback, sure, to Russia, but just be a story set in the jail. And then you watch it, and I'm like, oh, I don't know what else you really could have done with it, because you sort of, you know, it was it was cool how easy he found to get in there, showing how much of a badass he is. He's a bit of a ninja. He and is that Batman. Spray? We need some of that spray. Oh, the spray! It come in, <laughs> come in very handy. But um, they were spraying that around really willy nilly. It'll yeah. melt anything. I'm thinking, well, dudes, where's your safety gloves? Yeah. Where's your goggles? <laughs> he wasn't even looking half the time. No. He was having a conversation with John, just spraying. <laughs> oh, dude, I got your foot. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry, man. I've heard evolutionarily we don't even need our little toes anymore. It's fine, we can walk without them, you'll be okay. Uh, I think Dig kind of accepted it a bit quickly. Oh my mm, god. Yes. Yeah. Because he was hell-bent on Lila, just go away, leave me alone. Yeah, yep, I'm you know? staying here. And I was like, my penance. Uh, alright, I guess I can be Spartan. <laughs> alright, let's go. <laughs> Out they go. Yeah, yeah, really quick. And I, I mean, I'm glad that he's still going to be around. It sucks that he's a fugitive. But, again, that's something we haven't seen before for Diggle. He's, he's been one that's successfully been living this double life very, very well. He's just a bodyguard. At night time, what does he do? Oh, he's a vigilante. No one asks any questions of Diggle. They ask about Oliver because he's a high-profile personality. But, uh, yeah, it's something different for, for Diggle and his wife too. Like, she's still someone within the government or at least a secret sort of group. But, um, you know, she's now an accomplice uh, to this whole thing. I mean, she set it up, sure. But... Um, yeah, well, uh, that, that's interesting because they said Oliver said at the start, "Your hands need to be clean of this. You 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 can't be part of this, otherwise, both of John John Junior, right? Mm. John mm-hmm. Junior's um, you know, parents will be in jail, will be criminals. And then she's driving a car with Oliver, a truck with Oliver in there. I'm thinking, well, that's hands dirty. And she was flying the cargo plane that picked him up at the end, that wasn't she? That was yeah. cool. Oh, that was yeah, it was very cool. <laughs> Except no, nothing hooked on to them. I don't know what, yeah. What hooked on? He's like, don't move, John. I'm like, oh, right, because there's like a cable around. I'm like, you didn't shoot anything up. Nothing was dragged. I don't know what it is. Some it super magic. magnets. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it was an invisible cable from the invisible Jen. <laughs> well, and speaking of supernatural stuff that disappoints me, part of this season for me was it was going to get back to the, the roots. It's, season yeah. one, just a dude fighting other people and... It was going to be well grounded. I'm not into the rag, man. No. no. And especially the visual effects that go with it. It's just. And it still doesn't explain what that is because it's like. Can anybody put that on? Can anybody yeah. put those rags on now? Mm. Seemingly, and didn't I think even at one stage he did he have the mask off and he was still speaking like rags or whatever the friggin' hell they want to call it. Mm, I, I don't. I don't, I don't know, but you're it's right. It's just I'm, creepy. It. It's it is. It's it, weird. Artemis. Are they calling him? Oh no, the chick's Artemis. Sorry. Yeah, he's he, Rory. Yeah, that's his name. That's right. Yeah, yeah another R name. Yeah, oh, yes, Rory. another Rory. 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 Just, Come just on, for me. guys. Um, and I don't really want to sound like I'm trying to clean up shop. Be more than happy if Mr. Terrific is no longer a hero within the team. And when Rory comes up at the start and says, "I I can't be here anymore," I'm like, "Good." Oh, this won't be the last we see of you, I know, but as of right now, you're telling us it is. I don't want to see you again. We we don't need 
rags around. And you know, when when he came back at the end, and like you said, what what is the power? He walks out in front of church or whoever church's goons firing bullets at them, at that um, wherever the DA was, you know, the police centre or wherever yeah, it was. Yep. And he goes, they go cover me, rags, and he walks out and puts his back to the bullets and it. His tentacles and shit are going everywhere. Looks like the alien from Independence Day. Just yeah, and the, te- like the tentacles are, uh, are stopping what, the bullets, blocking bullets. Mm. Sure. And then he's like, "All right, let's go." And he runs first, leaving the rest of the team to run behind, behind. him, between him and the guy with the gun. Yeah, and, and the then the knife that went into Terrific's back, who then went down like a sack of shit. Just <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, he's dying." Three seconds later, he gets picked up. He's like, "Ah." Oh, I gotta saw back, uh, and I'm like, "You were dead a second ago." I got excited. Now both of you are back on the team, and Oliver's nowhere to be seen. This show's gotten worse in one episode. Yeah, it was a bit shit. yeah. I don't know. And I still don't even understand. Okay, so look, I don't know anything about police work, but I would have presumed if something gets stolen. Right, just stolen. It's returned to the owner, not put into a this um. What did they call evidence locker? Oh yeah. Why was it put into evidence? Why wasn't it just returned? Well, and no. then of course, what's his face, Tyrese? Um, sorry, Church. Yep, he knew that it was going to be put into evidence yeah. rather than just simply returned. Well, clearly he knows more about police work than you do, too. Oh, well, that's true. He does. I, don't, I know nothing. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but I, uh, that kind of makes It's all very sense. convenient. Yeah. You know what? It's a yeah. TV show. It's a TV show. I you said that's a one show so far, yeah. Um, and even that, though, like, I mean, earlier, much earlier, I feel like the DEA uh, last uh, last episode, he was, he was new, and he said to Oliver... Oh, uh, yeah, you tried to pick up my girlfriend once. Oh, you did. She went home with you that night. And that was like, okay, that's as competitive as they're going to get. That's as sort of weird as he gets. Otherwise, yeah. he's just vanilla. He's a new good guy. He'll probably get killed off in a few weeks. All of yeah. a sudden, he is he's like um, Draco from The Flash. You're just looking at him going, what is? why are you saying these things the well, way that you're saying them? Not only that, he repeated verbatim what Oliver said in the jail in the flashback. Yes. Is that right? Or you think I'm more afraid of you than I am of him. He goes, no, I don't, but I'm here with you. He's not. Yeah, that's right. And then he turns off the camera and says the same thing. So I'm thinking, mm. is that a clue to us that the DA dude is bad, is bad and knows about... Uh, Oliver. Oliver's time in Russia mm. maybe but then why would he say it to some random guy it, I actually thought no when sense. he turned it off that he was going to um, beat the crap out of him or be a meta human or yeah, I you thought know, he was going to be some... meta as well yeah yeah. that's what I thought and then well he got interrupted by the actual superheroes mm. at the time but then at the end of the episode he says oh no I think I'm going to change my view on superheroes yeah <laughs> Thinking, really, did you have a view beforehand? Was it on superheroes or vigilantes? Oh, vigilantes. Well, you know, it's a fine line. Yeah. <laughs> did anyone notice when Oliver broke into the the Supermax prison um, and he dropped down from the roof and there was a guard in front of him? So he was, when Oliver dropped down, Oliver was actually behind the guard. Mm, yeah. We as the audience heard him land. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah but the I heard guard him didn't well. hear him land. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what was with the other guard saying, don't touch my ball? I was thinking, well, that's going to come up. Yep. Oliver's 
It's just I, we saw Oliver take the ball and nothing. When he said that, and I thought Oliver's going to pick it up so that this guy gets pissed off that the guy stole his ball, he'll yeah. leave the control room, Oliver can play on the computer as much as he wants. But that was sort of the out to the scene, was the the, the guard coming back in and going, oh, come on, man! <laughs> Boom, cuts to another scene outside, never to go back. And I'm like, that was the... Maybe that was, that was that an was editing so sh- mistake. Maybe they did write it in, as you I say. I think it was a writing mistake. Like, it just... It did nothing. It had no... It, it was like, why did you make it this blue sort of, uh, of, of stress ball? Well, but it wasn't even a stress ball. I don't even know... I don't know properly what it was. It and was why are you so protective of it? Yes. Because he said it so overtly. Yeah. It wasn't even like... If your character had one more scene and your quirkiness gave the story something, that, okay, fine. But explain it a little bit, brother. Rather than just normal guy doing normal job, has some attachment to some really weird, hairy-looking plastic ball <laughs> that 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 Green Arrow from outside of the room knew that if he took it would piss them off. Yeah. To what end? We don't know. All right, we've been very negative, I think, over the three shows so far. <laughs> yeah. Let's try and be more positive for Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Can we? Maybe I get the negativity out of the way to start off oh, with. No, 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 no. It's just how I started off with Arrow by saying Mr. Terrific sucks as a hero. My first note for Legends was, they really are shit fighters. Uh, so my first line is, Sarah, we're professionals. We know what we're doing. <laughs> Good <laughs> one, Sarah. Whatever. <laughs> 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 yep. Um, it's been a season and a half breaking apart the time-space continuum. And Seemingly on purpose, they do it so well. Yep. But, and barroom yeah. brawls and stuffing everything right, yeah. up. But Sleeping with future queens. Okay, yeah. okay. Since we're going to be negative, <laughs> I no, may as well just we don't have to be negative. Add fuel to the fire. Okay. Um, so there's the, the the famous samurai dude who was the the guy who was going to marry the girl, but then he yeah. kills all his wives. Yes. They've got no drama in changing that history. All, yeah, pointing yes. out how important he is in history. Yep. He could be bad, but he's definitely prominent. Yes. Nah, we need to wipe him off the map. Was well, it got something to do with your mission? Nah, no. nah, nah. I just think that chick's hot. <laughs> yeah. Well, just <laughs> what? a slight preclude to that. When Nate landed there, he looked around. And he knew exactly where and when he was. He's a just he, from he's an looking at <laughs> right. And like, he's good. He's very he's good. Obviously, very. Good. It's a TV show. It's a TV show. <laughs> there we go. Bang. <laughs> Four out of four. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I was really looking forward to it when the uh, when the credits started because it says it's directed by, and I'm not going to be able to pronounce his name right, Kevin Tancarone. Tancarone. Now he has directed um, some of the better sort of action style episodes of the uh, definitely Arrow, and I. Th- think maybe The Flash, but definitely S.H.I.E.L.D. as well. His sister um, actually is the creator and showrunner, or co-creator, co-showrunner of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, and she's married to one of the Whedon brothers, Joss Whedon's brother. Anyway, so there's sort of like this great geek connection that he's got, and he's trying to get work in all these shows. So I was immediately anticipating a really good, at least, action episode of this um of this show. And I guess we get, did get that to some point and definitely different because it was all, you know, in what, feudal Japan and things like that, you know, with uh, with swords and, and not much else. I mean, sure, the bad guy stole the suit at one point, but, you know, it was it was definitely a different looking episode than, than we've seen this show uh, it do before. It reminded me of, um, I don't know if you guys ever watched Heroes, but the mm. second season where Hero... Ended up in Japan. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that episode reminded me of 
of that series. Yeah, I actually didn't think about that at all, but you're right, okay. yeah, because they were there for a while, and, and yeah, that, that's, that's a he very got married. good reference there. <laughs> didn't he get married to um, a Japanese girl? Oh, uh, right. He no, definitely he fell, fell in, in love with her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, um, he was worried about screwing up the space-time continuum and not wanting to affect history, even though he was in love with a girl and thought that the bloke she was destined to marry was a bit of a dick. Yeah, and it's not even his job really to worry. Oh, I guess it kind of is. But these guys, that is their it's one their job. job. And it, 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 <laughs> the opening title is all about we're going to be the masters of the time and we're going to Protect. safeguard the future yeah. and stuff. <laughs> no, you're not. You're rubbish at it. Just admit you're rubbish at it. It would be better if we're gonna, they're, they're going to be the... The idiots of tomorrow. Yeah. And then just go around screwing things up. I'd, well, I'd still watch it. It's time travel. Actually, on that, something about the fact that they're self-aware of their own name still kind of pisses me off. Like, it's one thing to call yourself The Flash. Yeah, when... Because they said something about Legends... Yeah. I think Sarah was talking yeah, about Rory yeah. and said uh, to um, Vixen yeah. and said, look... look he may look bad. He may do good things in a bad way. But look, he's he's a good guy at heart. Let's face it. He's a legend, okay? He'll do right by you. And I'm like, oh, don't call yourself a now, legend. Now, when did they know that, that they were called legends? Yeah. Was that, that what, Rip did? Yeah, was that Rip did, I think, in the, in the first episode? He said, look, where I'm from, you guys aren't heroes or criminals. You are legends because you helped us save the world in the future. But to do that, we have to do that now We didn't the see the vote. Okay, so all, all those in favour of calling us legends, can I see the eyes? <laughs> Like, it just seems a little bit up yourself, yeah? Like, yeah. Or it's one thing for the show, you know, because a lot of, you know, these heroes nowadays that have more ridiculous names, and I'm probably speaking more MCU films, but they get these names, and they don't... Re- like, Scarlet Witch in the MCU films, right? Yeah. Never referred to... As, she's referred to, I think, as a witch at one point by someone who's not a big fan of her, but she's not referred to as Scarlet Witch. And a lot of other names like that, where they're keeping true to the uh, to the comic book uh, mythology and, and the source material, but they don't have to refer to them by name in the show to, to get that across. It's in the title, not necessarily as part of the dialogue. So, I don't know, that's just me going, get, get, get your hand off it, Sarah. Come on, come on. <laughs> don't yeah. call yourself a legend when, like you said, Ben, you're just going to screw everything up in the next 42 minutes anyway. Now, speaking of screwing things, she has been <laughs> betting a few personalities through history over the last few episodes. And I think it may have affected her fighting skills, particularly at the start. She was rubbish. Oh yeah, <laughs> she was. it showed just how great Vixen was. I mean, I, I mean, it, equal parts Vixen's great, but those the whole pack were awful. They were like, caught off guard. But even the ones like you said, like Sarah fighting. But then she very went and had a good hard look at herself, I think. And by the time she came back the second time, she owned them, which was awesome. Yeah, but she also pointed out that she was. Um from the League of Assassins, mm. and it was only then that she started to get good because maybe she forgot she was in the League of Assassins and then remembered, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm actually supposed to be really good at this. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> actually, on that, it was it was part of that whole ninja sort of, not that was underlying story, funny. but just I didn't really see the, the point. Like, was there a time around World War, uh, what, pre-World War Two when the JSA are from? No, 1942, right in the middle of World War Two, right? And... Vixen's like, oh, there's no such thing as ninjas. I'm like, really? Did 
was no one Did aware of the idea of ninjas seventy sure. years ago? I don't know. And then it was just you know, Rory at the end. He's not happy that he doesn't have proof that ninjas were real. And then Vixen threw him something and said, "Here's now here's proof that you met one." Now if he had have said that, that it would have made more sense. But he's like, oh, "I need proof that they're yeah. real." And I'm like, "Who's arguing that they were?" And if someone from the 1940s doesn't believe someone from the 2010s that there is such a thing, who cares? She doesn't know what you guys know. Who future. is a time traveller? Exactly. <laughs> like, He's, dude, I've been there. Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like a, it, was, it was It was like the the ball thing in a way, in Arrow. Like, it was just, it was there, but I'm like, it didn't really do anything. It wasn't yeah. for any reason. But anyway, yeah, that's laugh. A, I actually yeah. thought it was funny, though. I actually, I loved Mick in that yeah. entire episode. He was hilarious. Absolutely I thought he was going to hook up with Vixen. I thought that's what was going to happen. And maybe it will happen in the future. Well, when they um, were walking along and um, Sarah said, do I need to drop you guys off at a, a location of my choosing and you'll be together and whatever else... I thought that was basically a, guys, get a room. Ah. That's the feeling that I got anyway. You didn't get that? No. No. I got the feeling that they just really disliked each other immensely. Oh. And he enjoys the fact that he pisses yeah, her off. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what he hopes he, he does to everybody. Her. Yeah, it's the yeah. start of any great relationship. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it might, it definitely might turn into yeah. that, but at the moment... Like my alchemy prediction, you yeah. wait and see. <laughs> Watch this space. <laughs> so, speaking of Vixen... Um, when did she have time to get on the time ship? Because she was the one that was holding uh, Rex, right? And he, she said, oh, sorry, he said to her, um, is a time traveller. So she automatically assumes it's them mm. and has time to go to their time ship and, ju- and stow Stays away. away. Because they wrapped up that little section of the story last week and then what, they all went and got burgers in, in 1942? <laughs> And then oh, yeah. she snuck on then. When did she have the opportunity to get on board? I don't know. She might have done that little thing where she hits a chest and turned into a falcon or, you know, whatever, and flown to the ship. I don't know. I, I still don't understand that power properly. It's like, you know, she takes on the strength of a gorilla for one punch only, or mm. is it is it presumably for however long she needs it or until she replaces it with the power of another animal? I actually thought that, and I think I might have mentioned something similar last um, last week, but... The character um, in Arrow who had that necklace seemed to, um, I don't know, embody that role better yes. than this than this chick. Mm. And I would have forgiven that uh, in Legends if she was only around for one episode, but the fact that they've brought her on for a second and she's still on the ship, so she'll mm. be around for a little while, yeah, they kind of need to develop that a little bit better considering Arrow did it, like you said, better in one episode. Yeah, it would have been easy if she was a falcon to fly on the, on the ship by herself, but... Another question is, where was the rest of the JSA? Mm. Why was it just her that went to defend Rex's yeah, honour? Yeah, where are they? Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah, she didn't She didn't act in, in a sound mind, did she, if she's not went to the team and said, we need to go and get these guys. Who act to, always yeah. act together yeah. and always in agreement. This is why the, we're better than you, legends. You know, but she's acted purely on emotion, straight onto a time machine ship, and all of a sudden she's lost in time. She's like, oh, God, I'm over this place. You know, why am I here sort of thing. But I do like her character. I yeah. think she's good and I hope they do keep her around for a little while for sure. Mm. Um, I would like to see more of the JSA. I don't know if that's going to be possible. Well, I'd like to see Mike Ross brought back to life, personally. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, what they do there and I, yeah. I'm, I'm glad they did bring up the fact, uh, I think it was even Vixen saying, well, why can't we just go back, go back. and save him? And yeah. they went, well, if we do that, then the guy, whoever killed him, will just go back earlier and kill him again. So they are 
referencing the fact and almost fixing up what they set uh, as a rule last season was they can go back to where they've been before, but it just won't do any good. It's not that it will ruin things further. It just it will make whatever happened happen in a different way. Oh. But I, I definitely think they can revisit the JSA, whether they will need to go back to 1942 for another reason, or they will replace the JSA with other DC heroes along the way. You know, if there was a great 1960s DC hero that only existed then, but nostalgic fans still have a love for, this is how the this is how that character can sort of get a bit of life on the silver screen or a small screen even. Leobard and um, uh, Dark are in 1942, right? Or is Eobard just running backwards and forwards through time? So, because basically, Sarah said that she she will get the person responsible for killing Rex, mm. but I took that immediately as well. Cool, we'll go back to 1942 because that's where he's hanging out with Damien Dark, and that keeps that character alive. Or are we going to catch up to like you said in 1970, where Eobard's now doing this? Which then does it become another bloody Vandal Savage thing where they're chasing someone through history? Yeah, I, I hadn't thought about it, but that's that's where it could go. It's threatening to go that way. If Dark again, he's another immortal, and uh, rather than a time traveller, or um, I guess, you know, Vandal wasn't time travelling, we found out. He was just getting assistance by the... The Time yeah. Masters was well, the start. He wasn't getting uh, time traveling. Yeah, the sure. Was. So yeah, it's it's very much Vandal in like it split into two. Uh, yeah, you know, and half of him is Reverse Flash, and the other half is Damien Dark. And unfortunately, one half of him is a character that we didn't. Well, no, it wasn't that we didn't like the character, but it was from a season of another show that was the worst of that particular series. So, not the strongest start for your big bad of the season. So, um, yeah, yeah I don't this know. episode was a departure from that, even though it alluded to it. It did really step away and become almost the villain of the week, as you say, Mitch. Yeah. Which I I liked, but I I really do hope they come back to the reverse Flash thing, and I hope they wrap it up. I do hope it doesn't become the next Vandal Savage. And drag on. And drag on (laughs) and on. Do you think maybe uh, the message... From Barry Allen. That was Could, awesome. Yes, that was that awesome. Was so oh, finally, cool. we're doing we're doing positive Yay! legends of tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> do you think his message might actually have something to do with Earbud? Ooh. Given that he is in the, you know, he is causing trouble for the legends in in history. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, we've got Barry's future voice talking to Rip about. But why would he say not to reveal it then? Yeah, I well, I, I guess to that, I want to know when that message was sent. You know, like not so much when it was sent. We know where it was sent from, but yeah, when at was it? What like point years in the future? Yeah, so has yeah. Rip known about this yeah. message? How for long? How long? Like, yeah. did Rip get it? Uh, in in our timeline, did he get it at the start of season one, and it's just been something that has been building, or was it something he received ten minutes before he died in the explosion? So, yeah. th- I guess that will help somewhat uh, and that would make more sense I guess because then it goes back to the fact that Reverse Flash has only been screwing things up since the start of this particular season of The Flash yeah. um, so, and if you're watching that listening to this but if you're watching The Flash you'll understand what I mean with the whole Flashpoint thing but um, yeah I, I, I just want to know that and that will probably at least allude to a new line of questions that we that, that might help us try and work things out yeah it is nice to watch this show and not have everything given to us because at the moment we seem to know because they don't know that Eobard and Dark were oh they know Dark but they don't know about Eobard do they? No. So we as the audience know more than they do so it's nice for a change for us not to know and they know 
at least a couple of the characters know, so we we can guess and start guessing because I think they they almost spoon feed us a little too much in this show. And like you said, and even the two layers of knowing things within the show with um, the two halves of Firestorm uh, knowing about the message and. It must be something pretty deep when they couldn't believe they didn't know something and they start listening to this message and then the next time we see them, they're looking at each other saying, well, you know why we can't tell them. I mean, they can't know. So they're immediately in Rip's boots. So however long they might have been angry at Rip for not telling them, they immediately know why. So it's it's got to be a big it's got to be a big payoff as, as to why Rip and now the two halves of Firestorm did not tell the rest of the legends. I love the fact that Sarah's now in charge because Grey there was a scene where something was going wrong and they were all running, I think it was where the the cargo door flew off when they were fighting which was so obviously going to happen <laughs> um, but they run into the bridge to you know take command of the ship and Grey is just sitting in one of the seats, strapped himself in, just waiting there <laughs> Just not doing anything to help. He's like, oh, shit, there's some turbulence. I better put my seatbelt on. (laughs) I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You've been on the bridge by yourself and you've done nothing but strap yourself in. (laughs) What an idiot. Now, this is the first time we've been outside of the ship but still within the time stream, yes? Yeah. Because it's... I don't know how I've always interpreted that particular event in a way. Um... You know, it's not like a river, but I've never thought of it as being like actual sort of space with air because um, uh, new mate, what's his name from the, the historian? God, I'm forgetting his name now. Nate. Nate. When Nate fell out, he was still in his normal human self, yes? Or was he part of the... No, he was steel. He was steel. He was steel. He was steel. Yeah. Citizen steel. And... Um, I mean, is he breathing in that thing? Is there air flowing through? I mean, that's only it's a tiny little nitpick, but I mean... We've never been outside, so they've never really had to explain what it is because at this point it just looks like they're travelling through different, you know, tunnels and then veering off into different... It's, it's, you know, it's a fork in the road and things, so it's... I don't know. We didn't. We, they didn't show us too much, but um, it's it's just interesting it's them sort of trying... Show. It's a TV show. It's a TV show. <laughs> Let's not be too negative. Come on, we were positive there for a second. Oh, no, for no. For a second. <laughs> that, that, I, I was actually just quite fascinated. And on still, I can't believe we haven't spoken about him yet, but, I mean, what do we think about that his, uh, you know... Um, you know, blood problems have all of a sudden been cured and he's going to be a uh, a new invincible superhero, which is kind of cool. I didn't think he was going to get superpowers. I just thought he was going to be their new leader. Like Rip? Yeah, a bit because... like Rip, because he's got the historical yeah. knowledge. So, But that hasn't happened. Sarah's in command. And he's a steel man, all of a sudden. It may, it may take that on, actually. Like, knowing what he knows about history, as you guys were just saying, um, but still not completely in control of his powers. He may adopt the the knowledge role, at least, of the leader, while Sarah yeah. is almost, you know, the muscle half. So, um, you know, and like we said last week, he's a good-looking bloke. Um, I don't think they've brought him on for a three-episode story arc, so... Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with the Adam suit. I mean, surely... I mean, they went on and on and on about how, you know, it's one of a kind and all the rest that, of it. Surely Gideon can make him one me, up. Actually. Yeah, Gideon makes... Every, like, lig- I think they even referred they to it in this episode. Cisco. They just go back to 2016 <laughs> and hear Cisco, you can make well, it Well, you know me. what, up until, what, two days ago, I would have said that Cisco might have a problem with making that, but as we learnt the other night... Cisco can make anything. He can make, he can make everything, everything and make it goddamn quick. <laughs> what, 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 what order are we going in for how we liked them? Oh, I... Even though we've been picking, 
I actually enjoyed all of them this week, so I'm not sure what order. Yeah, I don't know that I have an order, and and like I, I enjoyed. Like I'm mean, picky. I'm not sort of. I feel like we have been more, much more negative overall than we have been before. But um, I don't know whether I can split them too much because each one had its uh, ups and downs more than uh, the same as the rest of them. I guess yeah. so. I, yeah, I don't know. I, that's not the answer you were looking for, Ben. But um, no, but do, I'm, do you as I'm a... sitting here, I'm thinking, yeah, per- perhaps you're right. I don't think I can sort of split them. They're all kind of equal Good and episodes. Bad. Yeah. Well, um, Mitch, I mentioned to Ben the other day that now that I'm taking notes, so that I can remember, it's become more the notes I'm more picking. So instead of writing notes so I can remember what happened. Yeah. For our chats, I'm actually stop like pausing or writing notes when something either stupid happens yeah. or something doesn't make sense. So I'm actually finding that taking the notes is making me pick the shows to pieces a yeah. little bit more. It almost needs to be something we do after watching rather than do it throughout the show. It's like, what was your overall feeling or what's the one thing you take out of this episode? Yeah, so, yep. yeah. I think so. Instead yeah. of just, oh my God, why is he complaining about his suit, having to kill his suit? <laughs> yeah. They've, he's been hurt before while he's been wearing his suit. Why does the suit now need to be killed? So why is Alex not vaporised with yeah, that fireball? exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I think I need to change the way I write my notes now yeah. so that I'm not picking to pieces. And we show. do watch these shows because we enjoy them. Yes. It's just we like to uh, oh, actually, be harsh a, on them as well. I have a question. <laughs> um, so it was revealed that the family name of the Japanese Yamashito, yeah. is that Katana Girls? Like, was that because it was a Katana as well? Yeah. Are they Katana Girls? Ancestors. Yeah, uh, that. Who's Katana Girl? Suicide Squad. Oh, the, yeah. And um, she's also she was in Arrow as well. Don't forget, she's mm. that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what's the name of the? Um, I'm gonna, I, I'm going to go to the Google right now. What's Yamashito. The, I had Shiro. So. Oh. I, I, by all means, search the other search one if it, of one of them doesn't work. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't understand why Ray's suit had to be damaged. I mean, if just because the shogun was wearing it, I just sort of thought, well, yeah, I he's feel like he's been beaten in battle before when he's been wearing his suit. So why can't they beat yeah. the shogun? And especially the way they set up at the start with uh, with Ray testing out Steel's powers by shooting stuff at him, and it was not affecting him. I thought, well, you've you've proven to us at the start of the episode that he's impervious to that suit essentially yep. why can't he go up knock the bloke out by flicking him in the face and seem you know like he's that strong he's that tough yep. and then take the suit off him like it, I, I didn't I didn't get they didn't I didn't buy what they were trying to sell no. me that he could not overthrow uh, the, the Shogun yep. um, in and that suit and particularly what what century were they in Obviously, a very long time ago. 17th or something, And yet yeah. the Shogun seemed quite comfortable all of a sudden wearing technology that would, you know, didn't even exist. Yeah. Or, yeah, he got into it very fast. Yeah, and, and I like to, with the um, uh, the throwback to last week with the uh, ingestible translator. Like, oh, that's a really yes. cool idea if, you know, you're in the future and stuff, just swallow it. and Doctor you, Who. Yeah, great sort of stuff that, like... <laughs> You know, a lot of these these shows have problems with when you might be Guardians of the Galaxy. Why does every alien language 
English, you know, yep. and, and whether it be Star Trek or Stargate or, you know, anything like that. Doctor but, Who's been explained. Well, Star Trek, they explain it. Yes, and yes. And Doctor Who, they explain it. But, I mean, <laughs> just, just from the outset when you watch it, you know, and but I, I like that idea that it's like, well, we're all speaking universal language or whatever, but this is great that we're watching it in English, but they're actually speaking Japanese Where to one another. Where it's worse is... Um, uh, Stargate. It's terrible. Everyone speaks English in Stargate. Yeah, uh, and and look, unless you look like an absolute alien. Yeah, if you if you look like a human in and many well, they are human. You know, a lot of them they encounter, but there's a lot of humans on Earth too that don't speak English. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Now, obviously, here at Get Into Geek, we have a side project called Get Into Gate, uh, which we are watching an episode of Stargate each and every week, introducing a member of the team to the show that's never watched it. So you can go and have a look. All the podcasts available on the website and SoundCloud and iTunes. But in episode three, I think it was Ben, we did address that that there is. A, a race, not a, not of aliens, they are humans that have been taken to an alien world, uh, you know, thousands of years ago, and they refer to them as being uh, like you know Mongolian culture sort of thing. They're a uh, they're descendants of yeah. Genghis Khan. Yeah. So obviously they they have that ethnicity to them. They are not only speaking English. They're speaking American English. They've all got American accents. And then there's a couple of guys in there that I know is a Japanese actor, but still. So he's speaking with a slight Japanese twang to it. And then I think even they've got German shepherd dogs. Like, it's just, it's so mixed up. It's like, you know what? To use Ben's (laughs) Mr. Fix-It line, it's a TV show. It's fine. (laughs) And, 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 And as an extension of that, it's a TV show that has Jack O'Neill in it. Oh, don't f***ing start. You deserve that. Damn you it. can go and beat that out. Damn it. F*** you and your hate for Jack O'Neill. You can do it again. Uh, hate. I don't know. Hate's a strong word. <laughs> did you find out about Yamashiro? I did. I have the answer. So, oh, yep. um, yeah, it's a, you're exactly right. It's the Yamashiro's the um, ancestor name of... Um, Katana girl. Yeah, Katana. Oh, Tatsu. Yay. Tatsu from Arrow. Yes. Well Ta- picked yes, up. Yes, Tatsu. That's it. Gosh, she's gorgeous. Well picked up. Well, there you go. Thank you. So that's two that I've picked up that you guys haven't. Yeah, pick up See? the Dolly Parton thing. That's why your notepad is good. You need to keep <laughs> the notepad. <laughs> all right, Mitch, where can we uh, find all of this gear and all the Get Into Gate gear and all the rest of it? Getintogeek.com. The uh, website has all of our news, reviews, and uh, podcast links and things like that. If you just want our podcasts in general, you can subscribe to SoundCloud and iTunes and uh, follow. Uh, that's just simply at Get Into Geek, which is where you can uh, follow us on. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as well. Just simply at Get Into Geek or drop us an email, getintogeek at gmail.com and uh, get into gate. Apply that to everything I just said as well or you can find the links on the website myself uh, at Mitch underscore Lewis. No use asking you to because you guys aren't on social media so just throw it all down the geek <laughs> tunnel and we'll filter out to these guys. Until next week where we get into more DC. Getintogeek.com